Hey, it's Full Live Athlete Pastor Channel. This is Justin speaking. We are on day 40, or actually day 50 of the Online Bible Reading Club. Uh, day 50, that's quite an accomplishment. 50 days of reading the Bible in this year. And we are on Leviticus 25 today. It's a long chapter uh, about some very interesting content. In the New Testament, we are in Mark chapter 1, 23 through 45 as we go to our second installment of the Action Gospel of the four Gospels. So as you look at Leviticus 25, uh, Leviticus 25 is centering on rest. And as a fully live athlete pastor, I uh, am a personal trainer and a pastor. One thing that is often overlooked in fitness and health is the importance of rest. Uh, you can break down your muscles in the gym and they do not actually uh, get bigger or stronger or healthier when you're doing the work in the gym, but they increase in strength and size and everything else that you care about and you, you reach your goals uh, as they rest and recover. It, it, often it's good counsel to, to not train the same muscle day after day, but to break them up and use them on different days. Uh, like say you did Monday and Thursday, I, we do a uh, upper body split on those days and then we do uh, Wednesday, Friday, lower body days, Tuesdays, Bible study day in the mornings. But you know, so, so that's, how we, that's how we're currently training uh, in our program. But if you think about that, uh, God made the people, uh, his people, and all people to function according to rest and even the land. Uh, you see the first uh, text in 25 is the, uh, it talks about the land personified. It needs to rest. And so they would work for six years, just like they'd work for six days in the week. And then agriculturally, they would let the, the land rest for a year. And that was good for the soil, right? Uh, and God would provide uh, a double portion of the, of the uh, crops for the six year, six years. So they'd have extra for the seventh year. They could stock up and be able to survive that year of no harvest and then return back to the land and the land would, would be even better uh, for the eighth year because it had recovered. And that's how our bodies function. That's how God's world function. Uh, it's a it leans toward work, you know, six out of seven, but then that seventh day, that seventh year, it leads to uh, rest. That's the way we're made to function. and. We can't go all day. Our bodies will eventually go to sleep if we try to go all day long. And you want to be aware of your surroundings. Your mind is going to go to sleep. You want to be present. You want to be active. You want to be engaged in your mind. But your body can't go all day. Your mind can't go all day. And then spiritually, you're going to suffer if you don't rest. And so we believe in our church uh, that you need to rest. And when you rest, uh, that will lead to better um efficiency and production and worship in our work and worship and witness. So we're going to be at the top of our game, the best as we can do uh, to glorify God with all the resources and talents and time and treasures he's given us. If we work hard for that six and rest for the one, that principle, and that occur daily, weekly, yearly, all that. Well, then you get to one of the passages in this uh, section of chapter 25 of Leviticus, and it talks about the 50th year. After seven cycles 
of this six years and one year off plan, they're to have they're to blow a, a horn, a ram's horn, a jubil, uh, and that's the uh, year of the jubilee. It's like a trumpet; they blow it, and that means everybody rests for this year. It's an extra day, extra year of rest, and they let the uh, they let people go. They cancel debts. It's this year of freedom, and that's that's because God set people free. He set the people free, and they're to let other people free. As you as you pray in the Lord's prayer, forgive us as we forgive our debtors. Right, uh, Lord, forgive us as we forgive our debtors. You think about the. I think of the parable of the unmerciful servant. And I have a tendency to, to want to, treat people uh, with, with, with severity when they uh, do wrong to me. But then, I forget that I have graciously been, uh, set free, mercifully, uh, not according to what I merit. But God has redeemed me and blessed me and set me free. And that's what the people remember with the year of Jubilee, where they let the people go. They cancel the debts. As their debts had been canceled, they cancel others' debts. So it's a fascinating principle that, that leads us to consider who we are. Do we stand upon our own merits and our own work? And are we, uh, do we have all these things to boast in based purely on our work alone no it is god who makes us what we are and we boast in him alone and that is wisdom at that point so uh, even the calendars and the years the generations are set up to teach us who we are in god okay so as you move over to the new testament into the new testament reading a lot of healings you know jesus has just called his first disciples and and this this uh, jesus reason why we're writing about it is because he is risen Mark, feel compelled to write. Uh, Mark is uh, primarily writing uh, the preaching and the message and the story of uh, uh, Jesus, his life, death, resurrection, his teachings, from the perspective and preaching of Peter, who was one of the first disciples called, we saw in the last chapter, last section. Uh, in this section, you see a lot of healing, a lot of preaching. If you see there, uh, he heals many. Uh, he's uh, healing a, a man with an unclean spirit, a leper. And as we look through, we've, we've been knee-deep in Leviticus for the last several days and week here. And as you think about the uncleanness, uh, the being barred from the presence of God, uh, we can't approach God. This is a key point. We cannot approach God, so we had to go outside the camp when we get unclean. And we have to go through purification. It's a lengthy process. A uh, woman has uh, birth, gives birth, and boy, girl, it's like there's a process of getting cleansed. There's a menstrual cycle. If you touch a dead body, you touch the wrong kind of animals, and, and you get unclean just through normal life activities. And when we sin, you've got to go through purification. There's holiness, and then there's sin and uncleanness, and we can't approach God, or we will, as Nadab and Abihu in Leviticus 10, be consumed by the fire of the Lord. Well, here comes the gospel. This is good news. Jesus, God, doesn't stand at a distance from us and forbid us from approaching him. But no, no, no. He comes and approaches us. He doesn't separate himself from the unclean, but he goes and touches the unclean in order to make them clean. And that is a great picture of the gospel. Uh, that when Jesus is 
taking the people and not only declaring them clean, but healing them. That is a picture of our ultimate destiny with the Lord, that we will be unclean and healed and dwelling with him in safety and fellowship. As you consider that, consider this, that this is, again, a picture of how God relates to us. He comes to us. He takes on flesh and he takes on our sin even. He bears our sin on the cross that we might put on his righteousness. He puts on, he touches us and puts on our sin. He dwells amongst us and takes on the sin so we can be clean and brought into communion with God again and our sins can be forgiven. So that, my friends, is the gospel. I hope that's helpful to you as you're reading through it. See the connections between Leviticus and our status with God and how God in Christ brings us a new status, a status of not only cleanness, but righteousness. We have all the confidence in the world, as Hebrews tells us, to approach the throne of grace with boldness and confidence because of our great high priest who takes on our, our curse and our sin that we may become righteous. So that's the deal. By faith, you can become righteous through Jesus alone, his death and resurrection. With that said, wrap up today. If you're watching this far, like it, comment, leave some questions. Love to interact. We'll be on day 51, but hey, it's day 50. How appropriate that we talk about the year of Jubilee and the 50th year in the history of Israel there. Take care. See you soon.